much preachers. You are now locked into the Preachers' List podcast. We're here to free the real of the transitional struggles Christian women face. We will be better and do better. Welcome everyone um, and thanks for tuning in to Preach It Sis Pod. Uh, today you are in for another sweet ride, another sweet one. Um, we're going to keep it, we're going to keep it 100, we're going to keep it edifying, we're going to keep it um, just a chit chat, a chit chat. So mm-hmm. um, before we zoom in, uh, today you have myself, Rosalind, myself, Kenya and Abby Soye. Okay, so ladies, what are we talking about today? Oh, actually, before we go into it, um, obviously the last episode was very, very deep and I got a lot of feedback from it um, and we really appreciate that a lot of you felt that, you know, we tried our best to be balanced and um, have a fruitful conversation um, and yeah, we, we're welcome to even more feedback from it, you know, so we can learn and grow as, mm-hmm. as women, you know, as children of God, but yeah, we really do appreciate all the feedback that we've got from that episode. Yeah, no, thanks so much guys. I love that, um, like, my friend was like, it, it was, it was nice that it was, very, it touched on so many different angles, mm-hmm. um, which is very good. And it was like, we acknowledge that even if this is not right, like, forgive us, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a good episode. Uh, it was a good episode. Don't forget to, you know, share that, that episode with others. Yeah. Just keep the conversation going. Cause there were some key points in there where it'll be good to get more more people's ideas so for example like what more can the church do for example but good to hear what other ideas you guys have how is everyone how was your week etc etc go on after you can go first girl um my week has been crazy but ended wonderfully um because i finally finished my master's Yes, thank God. So I finished. Time has gone by so fast. So fast. So fast. It's just so wild. I'm so grateful to God. Um, I still, I'm still digesting it, and it's just like, wow. Well, so you actually did this? Wow. Okay. Okay. Black so much girl magic, baby. Yes, black girl magic. Honestly, like this week has been very reflective because I've seen a lot of change in me, like as a person. Mm. I've, ch- I've, I've, I know I have changed in a year, and it really, really, like, it's only. Oh God, I'm just so grateful to God. Bam. How's your week been? Mine's been fine. Same old, same old can't complain thank god for another week really same old indeed I, I, mine hasn't been on the bright side actually I feel oh. like it's been really tough this week um i feel like there were so many things that i had to do it was a long list of it and i didn't i was kind of running behind my tails a little bit so yeah it, it just it just felt intense and i i felt like i was being pulled in different directions but I thank God I, I was able to get through it. And um, yeah, just I'm probably going to take a few days out from work just to kind of bring a pause to things so that I can do a bit of a self-care, self-care day. Mm. But, yeah. Oh, overall good. Productive, but just like really intense. I think it's wonderful that you acknowledge that you need that time out because a lot of mm. us we um put that on ourselves and say we're just not working hard enough <sighs> what are we talking about today kenny can anyone else talk about something yes yeah, yeah. so i think um, over, over the last few weeks i've been a bit reflective myself and just thinking about you know things that i've heard growing up how has that affected me now in my adulthood and so on and so, so forth and i just thought rah we are told so many lies in this life Mm -hmm. and it then dictates how we behave how we operate and our success in life and so I thought you know what let's have a nice little chit chat about lies women are told in life some of them some of these lies obviously are told to um both to men as well but obviously we're focusing on it um on how it impacts women 
So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm going to start it off with this one. I'm complete when I'm married. You're starting off with a bang. Yeah. That, I think... (laughs) Sip on that. Sip my water quickly. That is one of the biggest lies women are told, especially um, single women are told. And I see that it has such an impact on many females in their singlehood mm-hmm. and they just never get to enjoy it because they're just like, I'm just not good enough or I'm this and I'm that. And when I get married, I'm going to be this perfect being. But really big, big lies. Mm. Have you guys at any point felt that you would be complete once you're married? I wouldn't say complete, but I, I was under this delusion that I would be like, happy when I say happy as in like fairy tale happy yeah so yeah it's just that kind of like happy ever after mm-hmm. uh he always has to get me he always has to be the knight in shining armor just mm-hmm. that kind of fairy tale like all he would do is do right by me and and save me from the big bad world and not not so much of thinking about what I'm doing for him Mm. and yeah so that that's something that uh something that a hard truth that I had to learn because nobody's perfect equally I'm not going to be perfect and we don't go into a relationship for what we we stand to gain from it really it's a it's a it's a partnership that we work on things and so yeah it was a I'm like, there's been times that I'm telling you guys that, oh, he don't get it. He don't get, he don't get me. He doesn't get me. But it's like, it's, it's a, it's a, you would never, I don't know, maybe Kenya, you would, you would even pack this up, but like, you're always learning something about your partner and like, they're not always going to know every single thing about mm-hmm. you and they're not there to always make you, mm-hmm. make you happy. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's a, um a big lie that i had to kind of unlearn but that that was i think that i learned that more from tv like show yep 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 yeah i i would literally agree it it was just it wasn't more the completeness it was more um my state of happiness um and i would get into relationships and i'll be like why is this not as happy as it should be why am i not feeling like i'm not i am not as fulfilled in this relationship as it should be um and that was it's really difficult not to say that some of those relationships could have worked if i had a better out outlook because i shouldn't you know they didn't work and they didn't work and that's fair but um more so it's difficult because it's like you see these shows you see online you know people doing tiktoks people doing videos together and it's like wow they just seem extremely happy so why why am i not i'm talking about relationships marriage i feel like everybody at one point in time has thought once i get to that part point then i've made it and i won't have any in and when it comes to the emotional level he's not gonna the man that i'm married he's not gonna do me wrong <laughs> i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be on a high all the time you know like and um you know we learn now from more people um coming up speaking up and being more honest about the state of their relationships even if they love each other dearly what it actually takes to build a relationship we learn now that it's not as simple and as women yeah like we do need to find happiness within ourselves and it's more of an addition to our happiness rather than the source so yeah 100% it's that key bit that you said about being you need to be or feel complete and happy in in yourself before you can walk into a marriage like a sad person will still be sad in in a new setting does that make sense if you if the if within yourself you're unhappy you're not you're not comfortable with yourself you perceive yourself as not worthy even when you step into marriage those concepts will still be there it doesn't change just because you're in a different chapter in life um it's your mindset that has to change in order for it to be successful or you to be successful in each season so yeah that was one of the biggest lies that i had that I had in my mind as well. Another thing about that lie, um, I, I, I think I mentioned this in a previous episode about Matthew 6.33, about seeking God's kingdom first and all these things will be added onto you. I think also if that's how you both are in the relationship and that's your mindset, then you can, you will build this happiness 
um, that's like you will build that happiness on God, and and therefore you will find happiness in marriage. But it's not depending on the other person; it's dependent on you know how you how your relationship is with God. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Again, which is which is the key thing. It's um, dependent on your relationship with God and not putting the onus onto that person, um, your partner, sorry, to be the one to make you happy, um, basically. So yeah, girls, you need to be complete and content in your singleness and by yourself so that you can be the right person, so you can be the perfect wife or husband when you now walk into your marriage, basically. What, what about that one where it's like um, we women feel like we can change a man yeah a lot of women do feel like i don't i i wouldn't quote i mean it is a lie i think it's it's badly phrased that's what i think i I think that we you play a part in the growth of somebody uh but you can't change anybody only only the holy spirit can change somebody one and only Mm. the person themselves can change Mm. but you can offer some based on how you treat someone based on how you handle somebody and based on um just based on what you've learned in your life you're able to offer a different perspective to someone's life and that can facilitate change but Mm. it doesn't it doesn't cause change so i think as women we can facilitate change um but we we don't cause change like that that purely boils down to god's the holy spirit the and the person yeah what i find is um that statement is usually used when a girl is with a bad boy and they're they're gonna try change him into a good boy um because coming back to what rosalind's saying like naturally you 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 contribute to people's growth and growth is equal to change (laughs) when you grow you change slightly you alter certain parts of yourself but normally that statement is always used when a girl's with a bad boy and she wants him to be a good boy and it's just not gonna work sis it's not gonna work again you can contribute to him growing but the likelihood of him going from bad to good just because of you is really skinny man can't even lie chances are skinny. <laughs> no but, but i mean uh, th- i feel like i feel like i've changed uh, my partner a lot but as in like i've con and i used to say that but i've contributed to his change just because of how different we are but then i, I think that sometimes we say it in a way that maybe the burden of um the burden of doing that purely um falls on the woman and it's not like an a, an equal thing in a relationship. Like the same way that, you know, I've contributed to his growth and his change, he's equally contributed towards my my growth and my change. And I, yeah. I feel like the, there's always the so much focus of women. We need to, you know, we need to do this um, ride or die. No one really says the man is a ride or die. We always talk about the woman is a ride or die. Mm-hmm. Or we have to... It's like this kind of this glorified suffering, suffering and pain to ha- to have a, a good relationship. But it's like, no, the the dialect, the not the dialects, but the narrative shouldn't be like that. It mm. is we we both both man and woman, we both put effort and work into making a relationship work. And we all help we it's supposed to be we all are supposed to both help each other to grow, right? If it's one way if it's one way constantly that's an that's an unhealthy relationship mm. somebody's benefiting way more than the other one of the key things that you said is that you know you both have contributed to each other's um growth but there's a choice that you both made to accept what each other was saying to accept the you know the way of life that each other so that there's still an element of you can't you cannot change somebody and it's not your responsibility to do so, but it's your responsibility to show them another way um, to, you know, educate, to guide, but ultimately you can't change them and it's not your fault. I mean, sometimes, no, but I think in general, you can't blame yourself for somebody else's actions unless you have contributed to them acting in that way, Mm. you know? Yeah. Plus like, I don't know, speaking of of somebody that I, I feel like I, I have, 
I wouldn't say that now I'm speaking life into my life, but I used to have like control issues and like, I'm, I'm somebody, I like things to be done in a certain way, you know? And so it's like, <laughs> look at Kenya. Kenya's like, Kenya yeah. shading the hell out of me. But yeah, I, I like things to be done in a certain way. So it's like, at the, at the very beginning of my relationship, it was just like, oh, you like, why are you not doing this? You have to do this. And it's like, uh, like as much as you can talk if the person don't want to do it ain't gonna happen sis mm-hmm. like even the more you talk the more they tune out so it's it's a it's, that's what i said it's purely down to the person but that's why sometimes you just you gotta tr- you gotta trust the holy spirit because for me if there's something that's really bothering me and i feel like my partner's just not getting it I, I I don't do this. I don't even waste my time to talk to him about it. I just pray about it. And I say, God, if this is something that you know would help our relationship, I surrender it to you. Only you can active, actively change it. Mm. Only you can make him go to bed and wake up and, and change and change that. But me speaking and even if it, even if it does change, it's very temporal. It's not mm. sustainable. And so, yeah, I just, I, that thing is, that one is a lie. <laughs> it's like you can't change anybody so my um, next one oh okay oh you can go Rosen if you've got one um no i, I just had one that kind of segued oh. well with the topic sorry, with the point you raised and that was um you haven't really for women you haven't really achieved anything till you marry yikes yeah so I, yeah it's like you can do everything. You can be a successful businesswoman. You can be um, a, someone that God has called and using in an amazing way, right? You can go and find the 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 cure for cancer, but there will there will still be somebody that will ask you about your relationship status. And yeah, it's just that kind of that. It's like you haven't, you're not fully accomplished till you are married or you have a partner. Yep. Yes. Absolutely lie absolutely because the reason why i say that is that first of all not everybody is called to marry not everybody is called to you know you know that you know that statement yeah where does that actually really come from because it's not i don't think it's biblical i see your point like if you have a desire to marry and it's in and if you have a desire to marry, because marriage is not a bad thing. So if you have a desire, I don't, I don't. So the way I see it is that I see your point of it's not biblical being that the way God created us, he created us to desire company. So when he made Adam, he said it's not good for him to be alone. And so that's why he brought Eve. Right. But then also, um, I also, I think it's somewhere, I can't remember what, what scripture, but it's, it's mainly drawing on Paul's story where he, um, he didn't, he, he said, where you desire, you have all these desires to, for women and all these things, do something about it, get married, right? It's better to get married. But where you don't have um, those, like, but the people that can hold it, then yeah. yeah. Like if, if you not, you don't necessarily crave for those things um then those people don't need to um i don't know i feel like i'm i'm badly phrasing no 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 you're you're yeah. saying, what you're saying but, but that but it's like yeah so i think i think it's a matter is a matter of um cuz jesus didn't get married is it's like, yeah, like jesus, thing jesus is, wasn't married so was i hear what you're saying but i agree with you i don't think everybody needs to get married but the idea of everybody is not called to be is i don't agree with because you can need to and call to, I feel like are two different things. You may not have a desire to get married. And I think that that's okay. But people that actually have a desire to marry, I think they get, it's really a sticky one when people say, but you may not be called to, because it's like, I think that's who, that's weird. People say say that's a single time. Like, I don't, I, I don't know the marriage was a calling. No, but that's what you said. You said some no. people are not called to be married. Oh, sorry. I don't, then I use the wrong words. I'm, yeah. I, I don't, we'll it's, we'll it's, it's, it. that. but yeah, no, yeah. no, you can keep it in, but it's, it's more so, I'm saying that not everyone, oh, okay, I just realized I was about to use it mm-hmm. again, but uh, that's why I, I don't know if it's biblical. 
no yeah so so when i say the word called not in the literal sense it's like it's not it, everyone's destiny is not supposed to end in marriage basically there are people mm-hmm. that they've been married they've even been married before it's gone very it's gone very wrong and um, they've moved mm-hmm. on to not have a partner but they have um done amazing things and i think it is mm-hmm. more so if you have a desire for that mm-hmm. it's not why would god not honor that but i just i don't think that everybody some people they have that desire but they also they also have a greater desire to um change the world they have a greater desire to do missionary work they're, like they're set that there's certain things that that the desire to have somebody around kind of there's another desire to do something else that um over overshadows that and that's what i just for me personally personally i think it's very important that people don't feel that you can do all these things and because you're not married you you're incomplete because like we see it all the time with um even like african parents like our mothers it's like you can you you'll you'll go you'll go to uni get the 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 first class you get a good you get the good job right you you might be promoted as director and all these things but it's like oh so when is when's the husband or there was now start putting you on dates and all these things but it's like i don't know i just think that it's very important for people to not feel like they haven't reached there yet just because they don't have a partner because it's it's if some people don't even desire to they don't even want to be married you know and mm. I, I feel like that's perfectly okay as long as you ain't you ain't getting in getting it in in another way you know what i'm saying Good. Um, I don't know if Kenya was going to respond to that, but I was going to say that this whole idea of um, people feeling like they're not complete if they don't, or it's not the biggest achievement, I think it's so deep rooted that it's going to take a long time for people to see women and men deciding women and men that are in their 40s and they're not married and it's like oh there's actually no issue it's just you're not married and you don't you don't want to be married like it's going to take a long time this it's a similar journey of you know women having gaining more independence and going to work and you know if not for the world war you wouldn't have seen a lot of women in those positions and it's like a it's a it's a long journey so and culture it obviously for what with what we've experienced it plays a massive part um it's so embedded so i don't know it's like even me that knows that i can have different achievements um there's always if if i have a desire to be married it's like yeah like that would be i don't look at it as an achievement but it's like oh wow that's something as well that i've desired and and it's come to pass you know so it's still very much embedded in us women that that is something that we also see as it's not an achievement but see as something that's good that needs to happen that needs to happen you know i just think i i don't we it's not normalized enough if somebody says i i don't i don't want to be married i i don't i don't place value in the institution of marriage i i don't think that we see enough of that um narrative normalized um when people are genuinely single i was watching one video the other day and the question was um why are you single and so there is a bunch of people in the room they are oh i've watched that I've why, watched why, with and it's anthony anthony right yeah it's really good. it's like why are you single and then uh the, the, the it was very it was very refreshing to hear some because i feel like sometimes it's like oh god's time all these things blah, 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 blah. i hear it right but then i like i like the fact that you know some people said it's to do with fear you know um rejection and like there lo- loads of things i felt like they were really good points and a lot of the times maybe the truth of what people actually um are experiencing rather than you know it's all in god's time which it's all in god's time is also a, a valid point mm. we always talk about singleness and singlehood regardless of whatever age the whatever age the person is as a transition so it's like is is it has a potential to change we don't we don't we don't talk about it as this is what i've chosen for myself and it works for me and we just need to see uh more of that uh mm. yeah yeah no i 100 percent agree marriage is seen as if it's the end goal and once you've done it you're sorted in life you can um you know it makes it reminds me a lot of the episode we did um boss chicks ain't winning 
that we were rattled lots of people were rattled by that <laughs> were rattled by that because it was like she can win in every other aspect but she's not married she's not winning if she doesn't have a man she's not winning and it's crazy it's crazy how having a man kind of pump, bumps up your your oh, what is it like women are seen as oh now you're winning because like you, you, right you're, 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 you're rated that you're rated because you've got a man beside you and if you take him away then your your ratings decrease Mm. But with a man, it's never the same thing. If he's single, he's single. Like, cool, whatever. His ratings are still up there based upon all the different things he achieved in life. Mm. You know, when he gets a wife, it's not like, oh, now, you know, we, we bump up his ratings or whatever. I find it quite interesting how there's a split outlook um, towards men and women in that angle. But um, yeah, it's sad that marriage, marriage is a beautiful thing and it's a good thing. It really is a good thing, but it is idolized a lot. And people don't realize that you can work hard to get your degree, but that ends after three or five years. You work hard to, um, to secure a job and your job interview could be a day, it could be an hour. You, you get the job, cool. You continue, you work in your job, but they don't realize that marriage is probably one of the hardest things that you have to work through and it's for the rest of your life till death do you part. Mm-hmm. That's okay. 50, 60, 70, 80 years of hard grafting that you, effort and energy you didn't put into even your degree. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It is a lot. It's a lot. And so, you know, it's good that people idolize it, but people also need to know that it's not a, it's not a, an easy thing to be in. It's not an easy place to be in sometimes. Um, so, yes. And then just to segue off of that, Roslyn says this all, this ta- all the time. Roslyn says, women can have it all. Oh, yeah, I had that down. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, you're saying that's a lie? So, no, that's not the lie. It's the opposite. The opposite. So before I was on the fence, Rosny used to always say, oh, women can have it all. Women can have it all. I believe women can have it all. And I would screw my face and say, mm, mm, sis, I don't think so. Because again, in life, it's as if you're taught that at, at some part as a woman, you're meant to drop parts of yourself. Or you're meant to get rid of things that you love where you can't have a very successful career and be the perfect mother who's full time and you can't, you know, have a happy husband and balance all these plates all at once. That's my understanding in life that women can't really balance every single thing and be happy in every single aspect of their life at the same time. Something will have to give way so that the others can be given more attention and time to it. And I think after thinking about it recently, I do believe that women can have it all. I do think that it's something I think you can have a happy marriage and be happy in your career and raise happy children and have a good social life and have good mental health and look good, feel good, smell good and do good in this world. I think you can do that at once. Yes, there'll be seasons in your life whereby certain aspects of your life will take greater control. But I do think there will be seasons whereby everything in your life can literally be spinning and will feel good. I think that people need to be very honest about what their um, have it all actually means and the height, the height of what each level for each category means, because um, you can, like Kenya said, have all of those things, but it's what does that all look like? Is it, does that all mean in your workplace that you are, the CEO and does that mean that you have those four kids at that time of being the CEO and that you know you're able to take vacations with your partner and like on a regular basis being the CEO with four kids and doing like what (laughs) no but it's because I think I agree with you Kenya but it's just all about what's that baseline of have it all that you are comfortable with are you happy with um because you have to be realistic with what, mm. even though we serve a God that can do all things, mm. be realistic with your have it all, in my opinion. Um, and I think you also, and I've, I've spoken to like this, um, um, a love guru that's a divorce lawyer. Um, and, she, and I actually asked her the question, she threw it back at me. And I said that there's different stages of your life where you're growing towards that having it all. Um, you know, there's your building. So it's not, I don't think that, like I said, you can have, um, the ultimate at one stage is you're, you're growing, you're building, you're adjusting to your, your thoughts and your feelings about each one is adjusting until you get to the point where you're like, okay, yeah, I'm comfortable where I am in each, all of those areas. And that is my all. 
so yeah that's what i think uh i i I agree with both of what you guys have said uh and what i will say is that for me when i say have it all it, it boils down to uh that you don't have to necessarily give up something uh, it doesn't have to choosing a career doesn't have to come at an opportunity cost of your family life right it's all about having a balance you don't have to to painfully sacrifice things because you're expected to do one or the other and you can do um you can pursue your dreams and have a happy home um but it like it it, it come it comes with establishing balance it also comes with um accepting um the resources that you need because because some like i'm for example right i said i i don't care i don't care what anyone says but if i'm working hard i'm gonna get i'm gonna get a cleaner for when i'm married my when i tell when i tell my mom when i tell my mom about this she's always like why you should clean your house this but it's like no like it's not something i'm against but it's it's more so if it makes my life easier i'm gonna do it because it it equal it basically means i will have more time right and it's something that even me and my partner talk about talked about he's like oh why why do we need to do that because you will have a better a better me book like it's so i think that sometimes it's just not um not not judging ourselves for um using unconventional measures to step to find our habit or it's more so finding things that work for you I, I think also finding a partner that complements you um in terms of what your habit all looks like um but yeah I, I will say it's very um it's very subjective um you need to get resources for doing it it comes as a matter of balance and it changes every time but don't judge yourself for wanting it don't don't judge yourself for being wanting to pursue your career and have babies that 33 or 35 because society will, will say that oh you need to have your babies before you're 30 doesn't it it's, it's things like that, that i think that sometimes we don't we, we we painfully sacrifice those things because society has told us it needs to look this way but like do what works for you and you know at one point in your career your your life your career will be more important than you know having 10 kids now at one point your your 10 kids will be more important than your career choose those things that work for you don't let society plays this kind of metric as to how that needs to look like and at what stage that needs to look like you know mm. so yeah i think that uh, a lot of times that's what i mean about this have it all like because i can never like for instance I'll, i can never be a housewife ever ever if if uh, if a man that wants a housewife like if there's a man that wants a housewife i will not be the the right woman for him and this is something that i feel like i, I need to own even then, if you were to become a housewife, you would flip that. You'll make it, you turn it into a proper business. She'll train other people how to be housewives. <laughs> do conferences, <laughs> talks, all sorts. Madam Speaker, she'll do the most. <laughs> she'll be like, I'm having the girls over for afternoon tea because we have a, a business discussion. That, no, that, that sounds about right. Yeah. No, that, that's, yeah, that one was, I remember um, Rosalind would say, oh, women can have it all. And I was just thinking, girl, what planet are you on? Like, where you at? where you at no but, but i hear it though because like i when i have conversations about this with my mom she's always like yeah but you know like you have to say for example she would like they would do the maths like okay so now you're working work is going really well you've done that bit so now focus on your um on you know getting married and having kids before 30 but it's like sis i'm 28 <laughs> not even since mom i'm 28 <laughs> so you're saying in two years i need but and it's i'm, I'm at a peak of my career so if i walk away now and i go and then get married get married this come but like have babies what does that mean it's like it's like things like that it's just like sometimes it's like no i can't you you give up things in your own time don't give it up because mm. Yeah. yeah and i love what i've said about you know finding out what what is have it all to you yeah um, like what's your mark their mark is being able to travel three times four times a year but your have it all might be for us to go on a lovely holiday once a year together and for you you're content with that and you're happy with that um so yeah just finding it what works best for you and your partner basically it's a good one do you know what another point um 
that I feel like follows up on ties into that quite well is that 30 so the lie that 30 is old oh yeah i've been seeing this online you like i like i genuinely mm. thought i genuinely thought 30 is old by by the time i'm 30 i should have figured everything out i should have um you know i should have been married i should have um bought a house i mean that's fine but it's like um like just like i should have done all these other things before i'm 30 because 30 is old but it's like it really isn't. It's it's just it's just so weird. Like when I when I think about it, thirty is not old. Like I'm I'm literally at the prime of like my age and my life. And there's so much things that can come after that, and that I need to do and work on. But mm. for some reason, I thought thirty was kind of. It's not like the the final line, but it was like you need to have it all figured out by 30 like latest if 30 you're not this you're not that you're not serious and i was i was was operating from that place for a very long time but yeah that's a lie big lie yeah people in fact people are saying that at 30 like life kind of even now actually 40 is when life begins some people are saying i said oh okay 40 that's quite a while away (laughs) you know if life begins at 40 bloody heck mate it was far but yeah that's a big life 30 is young man yeah that's very young we're like we're very close to 30 another lie is if i feel something it must be true that we should that we can trust because you know they say a woman's intuition yeah a lot of stuff around that yeah so if we feel something if we if we're feeling like we're trying to be an inspector gadget and we feel like "Mm, something's off or if you feel that, you know, this one is our husband's. <laughs> Sorry, that one was shady. Um, yeah. Ooh. But that we can trust in our feelings. Yeah, that's, I find that to be a hard one because sometimes, no, actually, no, I, no, I agree with that. I feel that as though there are times when, I, I don't know, but there's a feeling and the feeling and what I'm feeling or what I'm thinking is real. It's not just made up. It's like, oh well, where, the, where on earth did that come from but obviously that probably would be the holy spirit guiding you showing you revealing things to you it's not it's not necessarily you know just my my gut we always use that oh you know trust your gut instinct like sometimes you can't always trust it but oh, i don't know it is the holy spirit though it is yeah. it really is the holy spirit so it makes it a lie i kind of distinguish um intuition from feelings what's the difference um, I I feel like my feelings are very um are very much it is very much based on what's going on what's going around like external factors have an influence on how I feel right mm. whereas my intuition I kind of linked it more to like discernment so it it can it can it sometimes it's external factors but it can also um just be something a prompting in me um and so i don't know i don't know how i feel about it i don't i don't necessarily think it's a lie i think that um you, your spirit can discern some that something is off like mm. you're into it there's th- there's times that i feel like i can i get a sense of something is off mm. and there's times that like i'm thinking something purely because of my emotions purely my emotions um yeah. so I, I think it's is more so separating the two because let's say even if you have feelings you have feelings about something you feel like oh there's something's off here you gotta follow it up with prayer you gotta follow it up with a bit of substance you know but you can't necessarily just act on it because you could be very off the mark with it so yeah i think it's like what you said Kenya, that's like what you said was in about distinguishing between the two because feelings can feel very real um, and truthful, but it's they're based on your experiences, the environment around you, things that you have happened in the past, yeah. and sometimes it can be hurt, um, where you know hurt that hasn't been truly sorted out that will make you see a situation, see a few, see a few similar see a few similar factors and say that this this is what it is this is the mm. truth um when it when it isn't so it is important to distinguish but right like what was said ultimately 
with every feeling because they are temporal that you have to go to God um, Mm. about them um, because God won't steer you wrong and the Holy Spirit and that's why we have the Holy Spirit as a helper um, because yeah because feelings can feel so real like it's the truth mate feelings can be so real yeah crazy so one that just came to mind was um this is me treating the statement in a in a very literal way right not necessarily because i get the intention that people have behind it but when people say um um date date to marry so like women should like you need to like that's a lie yeah yeah because so okay so i'll put it this way right just because you're dating somebody don't mean that you're gonna marry the person and dating though huh but dating is, is dating a relationship no but how are you dating what are you doing in that dating stage as a christian woman that should be how do you differentiate it from the world's dating when you're yeah but when you're dating somebody you're you're literally on a very basic level i don't know who said this but i said i've heard a few times you're on a very basic level you're just collecting information from the person right and um there's a once you as i'll say up the on a very basic i feel like dating for christians is just your friend your friend getting to know each other yeah but then you decide to make that exclusive and be in a relationship then be in a relationship with purpose be in a relationship to marry because i because i think a lot of the times women or christian women we get into this this frenzy of um once we start talking i need to now um be making all the plans of are you serious are you being intentional and it that's it's fine to do that because even another another lie that i wanted to mention was that you can't ask like you can't be quite direct um in a relationship as a woman but i, I will i will come yeah, back to that, that later but it's like yeah so it's you don't like we we pre Christians, we need to kind of let go of this this pressure of not letting things organically develop and getting to know somebody. But we were always trying to say attach it to automatic purpose or automatic end or whatever. You don't people don't allow themselves to be in the moment enough to to gather the right information that they need from the person and to get to the next place, you know? Okay, so I'm going to talk about your collecting data phase because mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I agree with what you said, but what what are you collecting this data for? I think we this collecting data is now being thrown around a lot. Like, is collecting data state is collecting? What are you collecting the data for? If you if you are collecting data, you're talking. There's an element of of one or one or both of you have expressed that there may be it may be indirectly expressed, but there's a type of interest there. So you are starting this friendship because this is what you want to start as a friendship, but ultimately there's still a feeling of, Oh, okay. This person could potentially, this could potentially go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so when you're talking about collecting data, you are collecting data to see how this person is not only as a friend, but also is the characteristics to see if you are pursuing something in the future. Yeah. I think the issue that we're having is that women are being too emotional, too quick they're putting their emotions in that in that stage too quickly while they're collecting the data where it's like this person will have to be my husband now <laughs> you know but it's like you're being too quick with how you're investing yourself mm. in at that stage of when you are friends um collecting that data i think that's the issue but i don't think that in the dating stage you shouldn't be thinking about marriage um i don't th- i don't think you should be thinking about marriage marry like when is your wedding day and this person I could marry, but the things that you're collecting, you're also collecting things that are valuable for if you're going to make a decision in the future, mm. if you want to date them, if you want to court them, we can't, we can't, I don't think we can look at dating in the same way as, and I'm not saying that you're saying this, but we have to be careful not to look at dating the same way, way as um, the world does. Cause to an extent, How does it's, the world, not how inten- does the world... it's not as intentional. It's yeah. not as intentional. And, mm. Christians, when they're dating, collecting all of this, it has to be more intentional. Even if at the end of that, you're like, you know, 
you know what, it's not, it's not for me. At least you have moved in a way where it's like, you, you know, you ha- there's been no confusion. Like in your head, you've known what it is. But I feel like we need to be careful not to just be like, oh yeah, we're just, this is just this. Da, 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 da. Um, but it, the key thing for me is don't put your emotions too much in that stage. Um, because that's when it's like, you feel like, oh, I've, put, I've invested so much and, and so he has to be my, my husband. And it's like, no, you're just talking. You're not even, Miles Monroe talks about different stages of friendship. He talks about acquaintances, casual friends, close friends, intimate friends. A lot of people are casual acquaintances as friends and a lot of these women are saying, that's my husband. No, sis, you've just realized that you have some things in common um, and you know a bit more about him. You have not, you have not shared the, you've not had those deep conversations yet for you to be thinking, yeah, this is it. But you Mm -hmm. have to follow it intentionally in dating. So yeah. That's my opinion anyway. No, I agree. Um, but I, I just to clarify, I'm not saying do it without not knowing where you wanted to go or not not being not don't collect the data for just for the sake of collecting the data. It's more so that people need to be in a see it as it's part of the process and I use it to make an informed decision as to yeah. um what I want from this this whatever I have with this person or from this person but you don't you you're not in it to by force have a reward at the end <laughs> yeah <laughs> so because I, I, I think it works, it works. If it like, doesn't, it doesn't. yeah I think because yeah. I think the lo- a lot of Christians kind of date and it's like we must have a reward and then these times the guy is just using it as just part of the process and then like the the women by the time we realize it is that we've been on two dates but we've already um gone ahead of god and planned the wedding in our heads and it's just i just think it's pretty like it's it's all part of the whole like guarding yourself like mm-hmm. take take the information you need process it how do you feel about it this one i'm gonna leave this one i'm gonna hold on and it's a continuous process but don't take it don't focus on all the things that you like and then it's like yeah this this is gonna work do you know what i mean so i think yeah it's more for it's more so treating it as a process rather than treating it as a guaranteed reward because the the rewards are not always guaranteed what about what you just said about um in uh, women what was the point you were going to make about women being more intentional oh, being, so being more so being direct so yeah so i feel like another facade is that you can't it's like you can't be i thought in my mind i feel like it kind of it a little bit count um um counter argues the point i just made but let me let me see how i'm gonna go <laughs> but basically it's like the this thing of women we can't be direct in in terms of um querying about the where the relationship is going so for example it's like you can't say if you've been with a guy for like what three years even even that anyways that's another story in itself because that's each and their own so guys forgive me if this sounds somehow but it's like three years and you can't ask the guy where like are you going to propose or what right but, but because I feel like if we need like we to, a guy on like, this for that conversation, huh? We need a guy on on our on our pod to talk about that type of thing. No, yeah, I feel like that's a topic in itself. But I, it's more so it's more so this this facade they tell us that you can't you shouldn't do things to place pressure on the man. Let the man decide on his own. Mm-hmm. I agree that the man needs to decide on his own. But I also I also think that a woman needs to let her standards be known and let the man make the decision. This because, is it. This is it. I'm not. I'm just acting. I know I'm burning inside. I've been with you five years. I'm burning inside. You haven't <laughs> even popped the question. Listen, like I just. I feel like I the my something something bothers me in my spirit regarding that. I I think it's very okay for you to let a guy know your standard. It's the same way. It's like if we've been talking for three months. I, I need to. And I, I feel like it's not really progressing. I'm mm. allowed to ask you where is this going. Where is this going? And you know what? Sorry, go on. Do you know what? This is the times that I miss us being together in one room because, you know, the flow. (laughs) But do you know what? I hear you, but I think it's the word choice and our our, our, our 
some subtle things that we can do that will put, yes, that will ensure, will let him know that where he thinks that you guys are or where he feels like he is, the position he's playing, it's not going to cut it. It's not going to work. Like to say to a man, where are we? Is putting a lot of pressure on him when we are both in this together. Where are we? As in, let us decide what's going on. And mm. for me, I feel from, from what I, I don't, this, this, I hope this is not trade secrets. And anyway, but for me, <laughs> <laughs> for me, um, there will be things that I will do if I see certain things, like if I see you're getting a bit too comfortable in this position, if I see you're doing, I will back up because I'm not talking about marriage. I'm talking about even when you're talking in that talking stage, so that I will back up a bit because it's like, you know, we can get carried away with the situation or, you know, or this, the phase that we're in and not make any movements because we're like, oh gosh, like we're enjoying this, but you're not defining anything. There's no definition. So I feel like as women, it may not always be as simple as where are we? There may be things that you need to put, like you said, was in about boundaries and there's certain things you should put in place where he knows that, oh, this, there's another step before we get to there. Mm. You can't get it all now. There's another step. Maybe the one month Rosalind will be there with you. Cause I'm always <laughs> like, leave them, let them, let, let them come to you. Let them figure it out. Yeah. But what I've, I've come to, in this past, past month. So I've been doing this kind of, um, like, like kind of like a relationship course. And it's like, sorry, direct communication in a relationship is so key. Delivery is very key. Mm-hmm. But direct communication is key because sometimes we can do things um with thinking that is very is very overt in its way but it can be so ambiguous it might not necessarily yield the results that we want so for example literally a month ago i would be like if he don't message you says forget about him <laughs> like move on I said this thing that if he's not full on with you, mm. if if he's not being full on with you, if he's not making certain things clear and you're there questioning it, like leave him to it. Like if a guy, if because if a guy likes you, he, mm. he you're not you're not in a confused place. That's what I think, and I kind of I I do stand that I do stand by that. But mm. I'm talking also about like sometimes our expectations, our standards, some of those things sometimes needs to be communicated because it even though you will think that you have um, communicated them indirectly in your actions in certain ways, sometimes the person might get it or they might not get it. Or even though they'll get it, they will read the situation very differently to what you like, what you, what you're trying to achieve. Right. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. I like, say, let's say, for example, um, I feel like from dating to relationship, it's a bit of a tricky one. That's why I'm using the whole marriage thing. But so let's say, for example, if we've been dating for, in a relationship for like two years right um and uh, all of our conversations are very much like we're in the future in the this in the that in the this right i feel like that's substantial enough for you to know that we like we know that this is where it's heading to right Mm -hmm. but there's also that and there's also someone that in their mind they're thinking we're talking about this but in my personal goals, I want to do this. I want to do X, Y, Z. So it's very important to be like, oh, for you, is this something that you want to be permanent? Or is, is, is um, you know, if you, if I, in an ideal situation, what would be an ideal situation for us that you can see that you will feel ready for marriage? It's like they, these kind of questions. No, I agree with you're that muted. question. Oh, I'm sorry. The way you were you were muted before. No, sorry, I was just. Like, so I wanted yeah. to finish the point, and I was like, but I agree with that. I don't but, agree with where are we because that's so, yeah, is it that's saying that's like he has to. And I know as a man, there is an element of you know that he ha- he has decisions to make. But what you've just explained, I completely agree. There's a mm. it's it's more both of you, not just. Mm. I mean, obviously it's still him, but it's more both of you. It seems yeah. like a, a decision you're both making. But when a woman at such an, sometimes too early, sometimes in a month, mm. sometimes weeks, sometimes <laughs> she's saying, where, what are we? What are we doing? I'm like, sis, there are other subtle ways that you can tell him that there's no, there's not going to be a, 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 a long dating mm-hmm. or, or talking stage. Yeah. There are other things you can do. But mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. The stage that you're talking about is different yeah. times. 
Yeah, because I remember my friend, one of my friends, she's married now. She always said, even when they were as friends, when he didn't, they were not even feeling each other. She always used to say, I don't, me as a person, I don't believe in a long relationship. Max, I can give you a, a year, but I don't believe in a long relationship. And I just think that, that that's something, it's like, you, we, we need to communicate those things. It can't mm-hmm. be like, because mm-hmm. I, I get the whole, where are we? But I feel like a lot of those women, they, they speak from a place of frustration. So they speak from a place of frustration because the, the situation they, they're in probably is just, it's too ambiguous and they don't know what's going on. So it's mm-hmm. like, I, I know where I am. I know where, where I am, where we are. I want to know what you think where we are, you know? Because sometimes I ask, I ask my boyfriend, how are we? In your, in your opinion, how, how are we? Because I know, I know how we are and how, sometimes I know how I feel, but sometimes he's just like, oh, we're cool. But these times I'm holding um, me from yesterday. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know. I think delivery, delivery is the important thing. But let's not shy away from not yeah. not being open about those things because yeah. because of fear of putting the pressure on the guy because then the guy would 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 not want the guy will feel like you're you're trapping him or you're pressuring him or a guy that a guy that can't really answer that question in an honest way that one I'll say yeah do yeah that one give him it I'm a head out. But I'm head out, yeah. Head out, sis. He's not ready. <laughs> where, so where are we? <laughs> oh, what a painful conversation. <laughs> huh? I'm sure all of us have had the yeah. what are we? Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, yeah. painful. Do you know what? Because you pluck up the courage. You've been waiting there. Look, you've been watching like, okay, maybe today you have a oh, good go date. You go on a nice date. You didn't yeah. day. And nothing. So you're like, you're talking to your girls. I don't understand what's going on. And they're like, just ask him. Just ask him. <laughs> but I feel like that's true. Ask him. Ask him. But you, you, when you ask him and you have to be okay with his answer, that's the yeah. thing. Like yeah. sometimes the, the, the answer will be very inadequate and you need yep. to make that decision that that relationship or that dating or situationship is a write-off. It's more so we ask him that the answer is dead and then now we want to beef him over it. No, he said it. He said his piece. He's not ready for a relationship, sis. Take it. What he yeah. said. Yeah, accept no, it and, and keep it moving. Mad. The ladies were basically saying that, yes, you should speak up ask questions and be subtle, be direct, but be subtle as well. It's a good balance between the two. It's key. Oh, it's good. Yeah. All these lies we have been told, but we will be better and do better. Exactly. The lies are gone. We don't believe in them anyway. This was a good conversation. Yeah. Um, I feel like it, 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 sh- it showed me how far I've come as well. Mm. It's how far, how far, I've come in in terms of just broadening my knowledge and yeah. um, just learning being teachable um yeah and yeah because yeah yeah chat. we have to grow chat be a sponge and absorb things right um, absorb too huh but watch what you're absorbing too oh yeah yeah no be a, a be a sponge and absorb the right things mm. thanks thanks Ken I like this topic yeah this is a good topic good 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 thank you everybody for locking into our episode as always don't forget to like comment and subscribe you know wow (laughs) holy spirit telling us to do youtube what ah rosalie that's coming from you i've been trying to anyway i'm joking i'm joking (laughs) that was that was a trap that was you were trapping Um, yeah i know um, don't forget to like, comment, and share. That's the S. It was share, not subscribe. Share to your friends, aunties, uncles, cousins, whatever. We'd love to hear other lies that you believe women have been told in this in this life, so we can continue to break those tales that we have been told. Don't forget to follow us um, on Instagram and on Twitter at Preach It Sis Pod, and you can find me Kenya on Instagram at kxns underscore and you can also find me on twitter at coco kens 
Um, and you can find me, Abby Soye, on Instagram at Abby Soye Osun and on Twitter at Abby Soye underscore Osun. Osun is O-S-U-N, by the way. I just assume that you guys know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, if you would like to, you can find myself, Roslyn, on Instagram and Twitter at Roslyn Bar. Do I have to spell that? Too late. Huh? A's <laughs> yeah two A's and H someone someone I got a someone spelled my name like B-A-R-R I said well <laughs> bar bar it makes sense. Um, but sorry guys so it's okay if I make a quick announcement of course Um, so I don't so I know some of our listeners are graduates first of all congratulations to anyone that is graduating this mm. month Um, whoop whoop congratulations on your degree um mm very well deserve it um and we are praying for you and excited for where god is going to take you in the next phase of your life uh so just a a, an announcement i wanted to make that i have a network for people working in finance if you are interested in something that is to do with like risk or um when i say compliance it's more like regulatory so on a very basic level is to do with law and rules and how it affects how a business should operate and i am about to um launch a kind of like a, a section for graduates to help them kind of um up their commercial awareness and just help you in those interviews because i know some of you are doing your internships now and um yeah so it's just like a bite size um know-hows on certain things you should know should you want to go into finance um so yeah if you are interested in it um please message me dm me um i'm gonna post about it it's called the grc network and so you're gonna see us coming on to instagram very soon but please um do reach out if you're interested in something like this and i'm happy to help in any way that i can or if you know anyone that would benefit from this please do reach out to me thank you amazing wow both both chicks are winning amen Uh, i tap into it all right catch y'all later